You're listening to Mom Day, a podcast released every Monday by two best friends who have the gift of gab. We're your hosts, Danielle and Katie, and each week we'll talk about motherhood, friendship, marriage, and everything in between. Whether you seek community or just need a good laugh, we hope you'll tune in each week and hear from us and many others that we love. Our goal is simple. We strive for authenticity. So let's get started. Work, 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 work. Do I sound just like Rihanna? Do I sound just like Rihanna? You do. Is it me? Oh is this God. her? Am I her? Rihanna. <laughs> I'm our guest for today. <laughs> Rihanna's Rihanna. lawyers better not come oh, after yeah. us. Sorry. Um, <laughs> welcome. Hey. Welcome to Mom Day. Yes. Happy Monday. Hopefully you're listening to this while driving to work while sitting on your couch drinking some coffee leaving work but this is oh that's true they're you not, never know can't. maybe yeah. they're evening podcast listeners or maybe you are midday yeah maybe you're cleaning up some toys or doing dishes yeah what or is- on your lunch break we're just thinking of all the things all the possibilities <laughs> it is possible you are listening to us at any, any single point. time <laughs> whatever time it is we hope you're having a great monday <laughs> Or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. <laughs> or whatever day. <laughs> we want to preface by saying for this specific podcast, I think it's important to point out that no one way is a perfect way. What's perfect is what you choose for your home. Yep, yep. And we can only speak. I think we mentioned this eons ago that we can only speak from our experience. Yes. And that is all we are speaking from. Yep. It's never to like, hopefully you don't feel a certain way, like I should be doing something different. Hopefully you just look at it as, oh, this is what worked best for Katie's family. Oh, this is what worked best for Danielle's family. Or at least relate to one of us. Yes. Yeah. You know, whether you don't have children, whether you have multiples, whether you have one, whether you want to stay at home, whether you want to work, um, we all can... I think come together and say we just want what's best for our children yes yes and i still don't know what's best for (laughs) clut yeah that's the that's the kicker we are yeah um excuse me god please tell me what i'm doing wrong where are the answers (laughs) um this chapter does not make sense where can i where the cliff notes to this motherhood spark notes (laughs) so i just want to preface by saying that because today we're going to be talking about our our family, specifically mm-hmm. our decisions on how we raise our children and what that looks like. Yes. Because it's completely different for both of us. Yes, yes. Um, and again, no, because here's the thing. Danielle will always be like, I don't know how you do it. And I'm always like, <laughs> I don't know how you do it. And 100% all ultimately, time. this is what it comes back to. We don't know how we do we it. We don't know. <laughs> We just do it. We just do it. And actually, I think a lot of moms respond with a lot of things. Like, even when I talk to my mom, I'm like, how did you do it? Because she had four of us. And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think she, she, like, blacked out for some of it. But <laughs> yeah. I don't even think I've ever asked my mom that. You should ask her. I'd be interested. <laughs> I'm, It'd probably be, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, well, she does. I remember her do saying, like, she realizes why a lot of people in their older age do not have children. Because oh, it takes, yeah. she's like, it takes a young buck. A so, young buck. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It hey. really does. Um, so, so let's yeah. just get into it. Okay. You want to start? Yeah. I think what I want to preface by saying is a statistic mm. that I think is really important. That kind I of, that kind of touched me 
um, in a way that I think I used for my benefit. Mm -hmm. So it is reported that an estimated 2.3 million women have left the labor force since February 2020. COVID. Putting women's participation in the workplace at the lowest it's ever been since 1988. 88? Mm-hmm. My goodness. And there, all this to say, I believe that there are approximately 10 million open jobs. So really, at the end of the day, as women are leaving the workplace, no one's winning. Companies no. aren't winning. No. And I think one of the main reasons why women are leaving the workplace, one, is maybe they they just haven't found their passion. And mm-hmm. so they're like... They start this. They start their family, and they're just like, "I really yeah. like doesn't mean much to me." Another right. reason is companies are not being helping. flexible. <laughs> they're not helping in that no, decision. <laughs> they're not. They're not. Yeah. And so when I found out I was pregnant, I I was under the impression that we were going to send her to daycare, mm-hmm. and I was going back to work. Mm-hmm. Like that was. Not even a question. And it wasn't that I had to work. It was I love you my job. It, yeah. And so I got Colette at 12 weeks. When mm-hmm. I was 12 weeks pregnant, I went to one of the best daycares in our area. Mm-hmm. I put her on the wait list. Then I got in. Oh, I you did? Yes, I got in. Oh. I wrote a nice little check to get my spot. And all of a sudden, I started getting this guilt from a lot of different people mm-hmm. saying, I can't believe – you're sitting at a daycare, like, does that make you scared? And I was like, no. I do not need to hear this right now. (laughs) I was like, no, I'm good. I'm fine. Like, I'm good. Um, And then I was like, oh, my gosh, is this right? So I was scrolling on Facebook one night. It was a Sunday night. No, No, this is a good one. Oh, this is a good thing? Okay, good. I was scrolling (laughs) on Facebook, and I see this Facebook post from this woman um, talking about child care in our area. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is She she only does one family, (laughs) so it would be, like, your child plus – her child, and then her two are in school. Okay. And I said, oh, you know, I'll reach out to her. Mm-hmm. And Zach's like, you don't know her. Like, don't be creepy. And I was like, she was the one that posted it. Creepy. I was like, I'm not creepy. <laughs> and so behind his back, oops, oops. sorry. Oops. <laughs> um, I messaged her, and I said, hey, not sure if you would be interested. I know you said part-time, but we're looking for full-time care. Uh, my husband's a teacher. I know that – I don't know if that's a selling point, but we wouldn't need you for breaks in mm-hmm. the summer. She's like, oh, my gosh, like, my husband's an educator. Come to find out, we both went to Anderson. Both of our oh, husbands right. played sports at Anderson. So it's like – She was in the club that I was at Anderson. Oh. We both share the same anniversary date. Oh. Oh, like, how do you oh, want to go to this? Yes. <laughs> so we went over to her house and met her. And I remember my mom was crying on the phone one day, being like, all I want is Colette to be held. Because my mom was convinced that maybe sometimes children, because there's so many children in a classroom oh, that they're not don't held. Don't attention or, yeah. And so when we went into Emily's home, uh, she had said, you know, all I want to do is just hold and love on a baby. And oh, I started bawling, bawling on her couch. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, this just, it just felt yeah, right. Yeah, And so I made the decision Um, You know, I went through really bad postpartum depression and anxiety. It was crippling. And I made the decision that I wanted to go back to work. And Zach Mm -hmm. was like, you don't have to go back to work if you don't want to. But I wanted to. Yeah. I remember talking to you. Were you pregnant when you you interviewed me? 
Oh yeah, no, I was in school. I was were getting my master's, and I was just before you got pregnant. It was no, I was pregnant still. Okay, you're right. yeah, because I graduated with my master's at 38 weeks. That's pregnant. right, that's right. Because yeah. I remember you saying like I want to go back to work, and yeah. like from the get go. So, and yeah. I felt a lot of guilt from that area, but then I started realizing, you know what, I am. If I go back to work full time, I'm going to be sacrificing moments with Colette. Well, yeah. And that kind of stung. And I thought, how am I going to talk to my boss? Because she is 100% like prepared for me to come back full time. Mm -hmm. And so I invited her over to the house. And I remember sitting on the couch with her. And Colette was in her little bouncy chair. Mm -hmm. And I said, Allison, how can you have the best of both worlds? Like, how can I be a really spectacular mom, but also get to do what I love? Mm -hmm. And I feel like I have to sacrifice one or the other. Mm And I remember her looking at me and saying, it doesn't have to be like that. Like, I'll work with you. You tell me (sighs) what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so I decided when I was four months postpartum that I was going to go back two days a week. Mm -hmm. And then just naturally it progressed to three days a week. And Emily took on a third day. And now we're at the point where I work three days. And then every every so Thursdays, Mm -hmm. I'll work a half day. And Emily will watch Colette. And... um. That has been the best decision for our family. And a lot of times people are like, how do you do it? I, I, I don't know how you do it. And honestly, some days I don't know how I do it. Yeah. Like I come home and I just feel like exhausted. Mm-hmm. But there's something that happens when I walk through the, those doors and I see her squealing. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I'm, for me personally, I'm such a better mom. Yeah. Because, you know, before I got pregnant, I was in my master's program and Mm -hmm. I was putting all this time toward a career. Mm -hmm. And I believe the reason I put so much effort toward my career at where I'm at now is because I saw a future there. Whereas my other places, you know, I went through a Me Too movement situation, Mm -hmm. um, which I... I don't even think that's on like our future to talk about, but I think it is important to talk about some of the struggles that we go through as women. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I went through a Me Too movement situation and I just decided like I did not want to be in this type of industry. And then I moved to construction, what I'm in now, and it's totally changed the game. And I love it. I love working. I love being a mom. And I feel like I'm a better mom because I work. You have that thing that you get to like have outside of, you're still a mother, but yeah. like outside of just taking care of your child 24-7. Right. And I think for me, I had a lot of pressure from different different people mm-hmm. um, kind of shaming me that like a mother, a child needs their mother. Mm-hmm. And how can you be there for your child when you're at work? But the thing is, you still are there for you. And <laughs> my whole thing was, and it's not – your traditional way of thinking Mm -hmm. I believe that Zach carries just as much responsibility Mm -hmm. as I do Mm -hmm. and so you know a lot of times people will be like well you know Zach has the summers off because he's a teacher and she won't get to see you and it's like but But she she gets gets to to be yeah and so (laughs) I don't take the sole responsibility Mm -hmm. of raising her just me right and that's right and that's that is not how my mom and dad raised me. <laughs> my mom did, you know, everything. And uh-huh. I mean, not saying my dad didn't do everything, but no, it, yeah. they have a very traditional relationship. And I would say ours is still conservative, but it's, it's you like. You share a lot of, you share it's it. It's very modern traditional. Modern traditional. 
Modern tradition. Like, I, <laughs> modern tradition, like, I love working, mm-hmm. and I will, I, I, I can't foresee the future, and I can't right. tell people where I'm going to be in 10 years. Right, right. But I would assume that when the kids go back to school, mm-hmm. you know, when I have, <laughs> right, when I have children in school full-time, mm-hmm. like, I will work full-time. Right, right. Um, and, but I think what's important to, to say is that I would not be in this position, nor would I be as confident where I'm at in my professional career. If I, one, didn't have a babysitter mm-hmm. that I would literally kidnap. Mm-hmm. Emily, I will kidnap you <laughs> if you ever leave me. Two, oh, um, that I didn't have a company that is as supportive yes. of young moms that yeah. I have. Because there are a lot of companies that say, oh, you want to work part-time? Then go find another job. See, but my yeah. job has been, they've been so flexible they hired the girl that took my maternity leave she's phenomenal Mm -hmm. so she took some responsibility and i know that my boss is is really pouring into me to be a leader Mm -hmm. but i feel like i can be a leader by working 30 hours a week right oh yeah because you know and so it's been so great and i know not everyone has not everyone has that one up and i get that i have a lot of friends that i'll read posts on linkedin saying I had to go back to work at 12 weeks. Yeah. Or I had six weeks leave. Yeah. And then I had to go back. I'm just like, I'm, my mind is like, Whoa. I was like, I couldn't even touch my baby at two right. months. Like, <laughs> I was I was barely functioning. And so to have that extra time. So not only did I get an extended maternity leave because I needed it. Mm-hmm. But then I come back and I slowly They let you progress. ease back yep. into it. Yeah. And that is, that is so key is we don't have enough companies like that that champion for women. And I remember my boss saying this, and again, not patting myself on the back, but she said, if I have someone so good, why would I not try to meet them where they're at? Exactly. Because I know it's not for forever. It's not a forever thing. Your company is a, like, corporate company yeah, we're right a, like it's we're a billion dollar publicly traded so it's not company. like some small business nope. that that's is, a good point easier because i've worked in a lot of small business and i've seen them take care of um new mothers mm-hmm. and so like for me i'm like okay well that's small business but and there's another side to small business that isn't because i don't know about i personally don't know about this realm because i didn't have to deal with it and like experience it um so, like, maybe they didn't get the maternity leave or yeah. something, but they were as flexible as they could be. So, it, it was, like, such an encouraging thing watching you go through that and seeing how awesome they were with helping you get back into right. it, if that's what you wanted. And I don't think a lot – I think it- – that conversation started when I got when I became pregnant because yeah. at the time we didn't have a maternity leave, uh-huh. so my boss pushed for that, uh-huh. um, and I think that's important. The, the biggest thing that I've learned is you have to advocate for yourself. Oh yeah, whether you want to do something or you don't. If you don't say it, they didn't have a maternity leave at they all. Didn't, so? No, so wow. now they have a twelve week full time. All because of Katie. <laughs> no, well I mean all because of Colette. Yeah, thanks Colette. But I think. Whatever you decide to do, you have to champion for yeah. yourself. That's in like every area in life. Every I'm area. Realizing. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Seriously. Like. Ugh. I mean, your job is just as tough. Well, see, this is where we both and whether it's Katie or like I have some other friends that like um, work outside of the home or are starting like their own business. I literally look at you guys and I'm like, how? I've told Katie this because I think one day you were beating yourself up about it or something, and I was like, Katie. The fact that you have to, like, get Colette up, make sure she's prepared for the day, Which, and then make sure that you're prepared. Lunch. Oh, woof, woof. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, no, we have opposite children, so Jack's a little different. But, <laughs> but um, I told you, like, I my brain is, like, how does she, like, compartmentalize, like, everything that she has to do for each human being? Like, <laughs> that's a lot just to get out of the door. For me, so I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I talked to Katie when I was pregnant, right? Uh-huh. I don't think I had Jack yet. You have talked to me every day, so. Yeah, it's all Blur. jumbled. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, whether I had One him or he was in. <laughs> he was either in my belly or out of the belly. <laughs> um, but we, she had, you had interviewed me for your master's program. So I did have him, I think. You did have him. Um, and I wrote a paper on working like, versus stay home mom. Yeah. So there really is no winning answer. No. It's just what you're confident in What you doing. choose. Yeah. And mine was like a confident answer because, like, the past however many years we were traveling, I didn't really get to like build my career. And I think I remember like talking to you about that aspect because if I had something that I had built up more, um, you know, had more time in, I might've actually, the decision might've been harder. But for me, it was like, I was working a, well, it was a full-time job, but I knew I wasn't gonna be in Tennessee forever. (laughs) And it wasn't easy, like I'm staying at home. And like, thankfully, we were very blessed financially at that point, um, and I could. I like knew people that okay, single moms. You are my hero. Yeah, and we're having single moms on the pod. Yes, we are. <laughs> if you know somebody else that's single mom that needs to be on it, send them our way. Yep. Because my like hat goes off to all of you. Like I've seen like not being in their shoes, but I've seen firsthand somebody go back to work and doing it all on their own and I'm like again I'm like how um and do it with such grace too and like a smile on her face so anyways I would um, not be smiling oh I tell you but you know what you told me before you go on you know what you told me once what because we were talking about something because I remember you talking it was when the first six months that you raised Jack Uh alone Uh because Pete was in Germany and I remember saying tiny tiny taste but not I remember saying, how did you do it? And you were like, you just do it. You have to and do it. And if yeah. you said, if you, if you were put in that situation, you, you would, would do, do it, it too. Yes. Yeah, that's true. I've told you that yeah. a lot. <laughs> um, and that's, I guess, maybe what a single mom would tell me, which not to relate to a single mom at all because I didn't have to work. Um, but, yeah, for that instance, for me, it was like, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're doing. <laughs> but, um Yeah, so I decided to be a stay-at-home mom, and I, just to preface, like, my mom was a stay-at-home mom until I went to middle school, I think, but she was very active, like, she was doing a lot of unpaid work, (laughs) which is very, like, admirable and needed in this world, Um, so I did watch my mom have passions as well as taking care of us outside of the home, which is something I'm, like, Recently, I've been, we've been talking, like, I need to take better care of myself, and I need something that's for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, looking back and seeing that my mom, like, she was, like, PFO president, and she did, she was very involved in the church, and a bunch of other things. Um, Now I'm trying to, like, stretch out and, you know, try new things and find something that's for me, Um, which I think is really important um like this podcast (laughs) this is one of them honestly um it's like something that's for me jack is currently upstairs napping and pete's up there with him and 
I get to just come down here and chat with my BFF. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, being a stay-at-home mom has been really fulfilling and at the same time hard too. Because I think, and I've talked to somebody else about this also, whether you're working outside of the home. So I had a friend, she was like, she was going back to work. And she was like, I have this feeling that I'm going to need to be home. And I was like, well, guess what? If you are a stay-at-home mom, you're going to feel like you need to be outside of the house. Mm -hmm. Because for me and our family, I've always made some money. I've always contributed some money. And I, I do like to work. Like, I like to make money. I like to spend money. Like <laughs> I like to she like, loves it all. I love it all. And now I'm at this point where I it's a lot more difficult for me to go out and find a job right now. Like with all of Jack's therapies and everything. It's just I mean, how many therapies a week does he have? We have three. And then like we go to Gigi's yeah. and then we've got extra like doctor's appointments. Um so it's just a lot and um it just yeah, it just hasn't been a time and a place that I'm like, I'm going to go back to work. Um, so I really have, like, I I love staying at home with Jack, but I will say I've been, and financially, with this inflation, people. <laughs> <laughs> this gas prices. Yeah, I've been wanting to, like, bring some money in. And, like, Pete's always, like, whatever you want to do, like, he supports um as they should as they should (laughs) um so that's been great but it's like me just having to wrestle with like okay what can I do now Mm -hmm. um so there's some things that are in the works that I'm not going to share yet but um, (laughs) that's for the uh after dark uh, podcast (laughs) (laughs) the midnight swim (laughs) um so yeah I'm like trying to think yeah, so whether you work outside the home or inside the home, you're always thinking you should be doing the opposite. Yeah, and like, what sucks is, yeah, sorry, I said no, no, sucks. No, <laughs> bleep. What, <yeah. laughs> what sucks is, bleep. is that society makes you feel like you're not doing enough. Oh, yeah. Well, and you got social media, which whether it means to or not, you're scrolling and you're seeing what the other mom is doing. And whether they're, you know, yeah. trying to make you feel that way or not, which most times they're not, you see it and you feel guilty. Yeah, <laughs> because it, unfortunately, social media has you thinking that people are forced into something, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, but I choose to work, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Like, I could stay at home. Yeah, I choose you, to stay at home. Right. So don't be having pity party mm. violins for us because we <laughs> chose this life. But, you know. Get on my bone. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing with uh, other issues surrounding motherhood. Mm-hmm. The formula versus breastfeeding conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you can't win. No. And I go back to, I go back to the the statistic that I shared in the beginning. Mm-hmm. What was it? 2.3 million, million women. Million women have left yeah. the workforce. Some of that was probably intentional. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to leave. Oh, yeah. Some of it, they're forced probably to leave. Forced, yeah. or, and some pe- women want to come back mm-hmm. into the workforce. And what sucks, what hurts my heart the most is, so, for example, my boss, her best friend, took took 10 years off from her career mm-hmm. to raise her kids. Mm-hmm. And now all of her kids are in f- school. Mm-hmm. And so she's kind of like, I'm ready to get back Go in. Go back, yeah. And guess what? Companies aren't being welcoming. Oh, well, you haven't been in, you know, the workforce. So it's like women can't win. Yeah. We can't win. It's hard. It's it's such a hard thing. And, like, now there are stay-at-home dads. Yeah, there are. 
that probably have they probably have the same issue going back well yeah. you haven't been in the workforce for so long so i won't even pretend to know that life if anybody knows a stay-at-home dad please send them our I way because d- i would I love to talk i do, do you? Know one. Huh? Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like it is becoming more common though. Yeah, I I just wonder too. Like I always just wonder. People talk about other countries and how, like how things are easier over there. I always hear that from people in the United States though. And I'm like, what have you been over there? So yeah. <laughs> well, what was the one where like they had six months like Finland? Yeah, or one of those yeah. places. Netherlands. I don't know. So if you know anybody from the Netherlands, curious <laughs> 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 to know, but. It's these topics that make you feel, I'll be honest, in my decision, made me feel less than human. Mm. Made me feel like I was a worse mom because I wanted to work. Because I had one, (laughs) I had certain people in my life really encouraging me to stay at home because the season of life is not going to be for forever. Like in the blink of an eye, we may be podcasting in five years, I hope. Oh, we best That'd be, be fun. <laughs> um, but in a blink of an eye, we're going to be sending our babies off to kindergarten. To kindergarten. <laughs> and I think, I mean, it's preschool yeah, next year. I know. I'm like, what, what am I going to do? And, <laughs> and people who, before I had Colette, they were like, this is only a season. And you're going to be, in a blink of an eye, you're going to miss it. But so that's what they were what telling else? me. And then I had other people that knew me in my life saying, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you're make, you're, you can make a wrong or right decision. Right. What I'm telling you is I know who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. I know your desires. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you that if you stay at home full time, you're not going to be fulfilled. Mm. And, and and that's just it. Is I had to, I heard both spectrums. Right. And, and you I, made the decision, though. I made the decision. I remember when you made the decision. You're like, "This I, is it." Yep, I made the decision. <laughs> and you know what? If I make the decision next year it's to go so back empowering. five days a week, oh, yeah, yeah. then it's your decision. It's <laughs> my decision. It's not my husband's decision. And there's something so like, I mean, you can speak for how you felt, but like when I've made the decision, it's made it. It's like there's no question. It's like this was the right decision because I made it, mm-hmm. not because anybody else or somebody guilted me into it or yeah, whatever. And and even like Zach, when I was talking with him, he's like, "It's your decision." Yeah. Like I'm not gonna tell you what yeah. or the. He Good said, for him. He said, "Honestly, I don't really Go care Zach. what you do." Shut up, Zach. <laughs> but when you come home talking about the laundry piling up, that's gonna be a problem. <laughs> We're gonna have an issue. We're gonna have an issue. But I just, he was like, "It's your decision," and I'm yeah. not gonna tell you one way or the other. And and so there are some points where I'll lay in, lay in bed at night with my book because you know I'm mm-hmm. like, always. And <laughs> I think, am I gonna regret this decision? Mm-hmm. Am I gonna regret the days that I'm not with her? But then I think about how much she has grown. Mm-hmm. She's not just with me every day. Mm-hmm. She's with, and I think this is what makes a huge difference. Oh yeah, she's with someone who loves her mm-hmm. just as much as her mom and dad do. Yeah. Maybe not Shut as up. much, but, like, a little bit. <laughs> like, it's equal. Uh, maybe great. not. But she is adored, mm-hmm. and she is loved. And, and at the end of the day, that's what's most important. Right. We just need our – our kids need to know that they are loved. Right. And and we want them happy. Right. Like, that's the most important thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah. So – and I wanted to add in – I think that there's something so beautiful about a child watching their mom, I'm going to get emotional, go to work. (laughs) I'm crying. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) But to watch them, watch their mom go after something 
sorry, <laughs> that they're passionate about, I think is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And whether that's a mom that's staying at home and you've found some, like an unpaid passion, that's beautiful, just as beautiful, but also to the working mom that's working outside of the home, I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. Oh. <laughs> wow, we're Let real together. <laughs> Authenticity. <laughs> But you're so true. I mean, I think about all the struggles that I've had in the workplace, Um, the sexism. Mm -hmm. It's real. I don't care what anyone says. (laughs) Um, The gender discrimination. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anyone says. It's real. Um, Like I said earlier, honestly, a few minutes ago, I never even, honestly, wasn't even, yes, we do have a few notes. Um, It wasn't even in my notes. I didn't write any Um, down. (laughs) But, I mean, I went through harassment Mm -hmm. sexual harassment and to this day i i I, there was a situation at at my current job that someone was going through and i just spoke up and said something and after the meeting they said where do you get this confidence because i'm not confident do you i am not confident i really am not i'm really not but here's what i have learned (laughs) is to bounce, to piggyback off what you said, there's nothing more beautiful than a mom living out their passion, mm-hmm. but there's also nothing beautiful, more beautiful than a, a, a mom speaking up or living out what she believes. Right, and right. so I don't believe that any man should walk all over me. Oh. Oh. And I think that also relates to past relationships that I've been in. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of correlates being into the workplace. Mm-hmm. I always tell people, well, whether it's a male a co-worker of mine a female co-worker of mine that if you don't allow your spouse to talk to you like that mm-hmm. in your the privacy of your home whom you took a vow to, to that you <laughs> love with your whole heart if you don't allow them to speak to you like that you sure as heck am not going to allow someone to speak to you like that in the workplace. the workplace oh no yeah and so i do not put up with anything and which is for, good for the <laughs> fact that that's how I want my daughter to live her life. Yes. I want her to be Strong. herself, and I don't want anyone to push her around. Yeah. And a lot of times people think, well, women need to be meek. Yes, there's a time and place. But there also isn't a time and place for a man to take advantage of you yes. and make crude comments, yes. which been there, done that. Yeah, no, no. Um, and it's just, it's not, it's not going to happen. It's no. not going to happen on my watch anymore. No. And I think I've learned a lot with men in my life Mm -hmm. to where there are things that you just don't put up with. And unfortunately, I've learned a lot of that in the workplace. That's just like, ugh, makes me cringe. And that's why a lot of times, that's why a lot of times women will leave when they find out they're pregnant. They're like, I'm just not going to deal with it anymore. Yeah, because they don't get it. And yeah, it's going to be too difficult. But you're right. There is nothing more beautiful, whether, like you said, whether you're in the house, outside of the house, doing something that you love. Yeah. And your child sees that. Yeah. And because all we want for the, at the end of the day is to inspire our children. Oh yeah, That's and to be who exactly who now. they want to be. Exactly who God created them to be. <laughs> so whether Colette wants to cut hair, yeah. she wants to be an artist, she wants to be a singer. I'm gonna tell her, you know, here's reality. Yeah. A lot of people don't make it as a singer, so we're right. gonna have to. We're gonna have to Well, if she has a voice like her mother, she'll definitely. <laughs> And Zach is listening to this, rolling his eyes because he says I sound like Satan or a in the voice flesh. like her father. <laughs> Listen, I've heard them saying it's not bad people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think, yeah, just like you said, I feel like I'm just repeating what you're saying. But and you don't have to have it all figured out, mm-hmm. at, like at once. Like it takes time, and I still, we still. 
We no. both don't have it figured out, like we've said a billion times. I'm still figuring out like what my passions are and what I want this motherhood journey to look like. Um, but yeah, I just have to follow along. Yeah, <laughs> and I think I I think it might be a little easier for us because we only have one yep. now. Okay, now, again, you mothers with more when, than one. Yeah, when you enter, you do it. When you enter baby number two. Um, Share it with us this podcast because yes. Danielle may be going back to work and I'd be, be staying at home. <laughs> right, we might just switch roles. <laughs> we might switch roles. But for now, we're both confident in where we're at. Yes, and that's yes. the thing that I hope that everyone is encouraged by is to be confident with where what you you're are. with where what you're doing and where you're at. Yep. And do it for you. Yeah. If you don't want to work, don't don't well, hopefully well, you don't you, you don't have to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you figure that out. But if you don't want to, then yeah. figure out a way Something where you else. don't need to. Yeah. And if you want to Girl, go get a get a job. Get a job. Do it. Figure it out. <laughs> but do it for you and what's best for your family. Mm-hmm. I remember I'm a huge taking care of baby, baby's oh, advocate. Yes, she is. <laughs> I'm like wake window Wendy over here. Wake window Wendy. I am on those wake windows and I am on her schedule like anything else. She not lying. And I remember one of the Instagram posts, you know, it was in her video too. Like, there's no better mother for your child than you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, that's how I think about is we talk about working inside and outside of the home, whether you breastfeed, whether you formula feed, whether you, you know, whatever. Yeah. Is there is no better mom than, than you. you. Yeah. And whatever And whether that's biological or not. Yeah. Like if you are the mother, you are the mother. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's best for you because yeah. like I have some friends that are like, absolutely not, I will never sleep train. Absolutely yeah. not, I will never um, be on a wake window. Absolutely not, I will never work out of the home. Yeah. Like, I, they will sleep with me till they're five. <laughs> and then, but th- guess what? That works for them. Yeah. Two now, weeks they're out. Right. Our, so, now, that's not saying that we're not human thinking, ah, I would not want that Right, life. right. Uh, but you know that that's not for you. Exactly. So. And who are we to judge? Exactly. You can't judge anybody's. Right. Because, I mean, I once said something's not for me. Oh, I remember when I was pregnant, I was like, oh, I really don't want all these colorful toys. My <laughs> whole home looks like Fisher Price. We should take a up. picture of our homes. Our playroom. <laughs> With the playroom. Yes. Yeah. My playroom. Or like, um, I will never. No, never say never. Yeah. So can I. What you say never to happens. <laughs> could I say that I will never stay at home? No. But, I mean, I love my job. Yeah. Now, if something happened, whatever, and I had to, then, you know, but I think you can never say never, but you also need to look at everything through kind of a milky lens. Like, life is going to change. Oh, yeah. Change is inevitable. And And the Lord humbles you at different times in your life Yep. when you need it. And it's usually a lot of change. (laughs) (laughs) And I hate change. Oh, yeah, yeah. I hate change. Yeah, it's... I don't think anybody loves change. <laughs> but we were, yeah, and I, we had this discussion a few weeks ago because we're having a friend come into town and Danielle and her share kind of a similar thing of, like, separation. Like, I don't know if I want to be separated oh, yeah. from the baby. I'm kind mm-hmm. of like, peace Bye. out, Girl Scout. Peace like, <laughs> see you next weekend. But it's oh, so yeah. different. What was the thing that Zach said? He's, what was it? It was something like. You felt guilty. You're like, I should be, like, sad to leave Colette. Yeah. And then. 
he was like, you already left her yeah. like months ago. And right. so you've been through it. And We so, haven't been through it. So, so three days a week, you know, she's not with me for eight hours. Right, right. And I don't even blink an eye. But today, I dropped her off the church oh. nursery. Just and, goes to show. <laughs> and I, I mean. You would have thought you never left her. <laughs> I, Oh, my gosh. I dropped her off at the church nursery, and something just hit me. And Zach was walking with her hand in hand. And I almost threw up in my mouth because I was, I was trying not to cry, like bust out cry. And I, like, was about to throw up. Like, I could feel something clocking me. And I said, I looked at him. I said, Zach, you better pick her up because I'm about to lose my night. And so we drop her off. And she turns around and looks. And I'm like, bye. And so I guess I am normal. I am normal. Yeah. You got to, like, yeah, see? I am normal. I know. Guys, I am a good mom. That was just today. That was just Well, you're watching this on Monday. Yeah. It's it's a Sunday. (laughs) We don't, you know, guys, we don't record it on Monday morning. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, but I am normal. You are. See? And what's funny is you kind of like peace out at church. Oh, yeah. Because I don't get the opportunity (laughs) to leave him. He stays with grandma sometimes. But everything else, I'm there. Like Gigi's Playhouse, I'm there. Therapist coming, I'm there. Isn't that funny? So at church, I'm like, bye. And he cried the whole service today. And they even texted me, and I didn't even look at my phone. So at the end, she was like, yeah, we just didn't want him to be traumatized and not want to come back. I'm like, oh, he's fine. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I just realized I didn't that. Cry. <laughs> I just realized that. I mean, yeah, guys, I was. That's hilarious. Zach looked at me, and he was like, Katie, breathe. You're normal. <laughs> no, he was like, get it together, basically. Get it together. I was, I mean, I, you would have thought I was sending her off to war. <laughs> She was going to Germany. And she looked at you like, Woo. <laughs> where are you going? But she should be using me being like, bye. Yeah. But no. The disrespect. <laughs> but all this to say, even though we laugh, but whatever you do is best for your family. Yeah. Just make the decision for your family. Yeah. yeah. You alone. Well, or with your spouse. Yeah. Or you. Or yeah, you. Yeah, whatever. Girl power. Girl power. Girl power. Yeah, you do you, girl. <laughs> but yes, have a great week. Oh, yeah. Have a great week. Yeah. (laughs) We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.